Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Five Hole Fantasy Hockey Podcast. We're your hosts today, TJ and Zach. Hey, hey, hey. So today we got your week preview. If you guys want to find us, we're on Twitter at FHF Hockey. We're in the Fantasy Hockey Discord all the time. Let's get right into it. Should we just go straight into the storylines? I said we just go straight into the storylines. I'm telling you, you know, it's too late in the season for injuries. You don't know who's injured yeah. on your team, then uh, then you aren't in the playoffs. If they're hurt, they're a drop. Yeah. Now Matt Murray got yeah. hurt. Fiala's out again. Uh, Sean Couturier is done for the season. Zegris is back. Marcy's back. Konechny's back. William Meckland has shoulder surgery. Ronick's out for the season. But I think the biggest storyline here is that we're starting to see the rest happen. Bergeron got rested the other night. Marner got rested tonight. Uh, Bunting and Yarncroke, I think, were on the top line with Matthews. But it's it's happening, and this is what we talk about every preseason when we say don't play the last week. And now it looks like it's it's even going into two weeks. But I don't know if we need to alter our fantasy seasons or what have you, but this is just not good for fantasy. All right. Sorry, I was messaging my, my wife messaged me. Gotcha. So we got, uh, what was it, five shutouts, five hat tricks last night. That was pretty rad. Really good for fantasy if you're on the winning side of it, but that could be detrimental if you're not. But we're going to get into the schedule and the streamers for this week. Um, this is not a good week. Friday has no games. It's the most off night night you could ever have. It's, a weird uh, it's all the way off. Monday's got three games. Tuesday's got 11. Wednesday's got three. Thursday, 14. Friday, nobody. Saturday, everybody. 16 games. 32 teams are playing. Sunday, there's only two. This week sucks. There is not a good streaming schedule anywhere to be had. I think the the off-night max is two, and that is with a team that only has three games. I think it's Anaheim. So off-nights are really hard to come by, first of all. Um, and Anaheim's and off nights are spread out too. It's not like they're like you know a, a Monday, Wednesday, or anything. They play Wednesday and then Saturday, Sunday. Yeah, and I, I, it doesn't help that Anaheim doesn't really have a ton of players that are worth. I mean, I guess you could go for a Silverberg or you know Vetrano or whatever, somebody in that region. But is that I who feel you like rest this is like this on? is the quintessential week of splitting the week into two. Where you're going straight up, you know, three games in four days at the beginning of the week and, like, three games in four days at the end of the week kind of shit. Yeah, you have to. I think you have to. So, starting that off, you got three games in four days to start the week. That's Seattle, Vegas, and the Nashville Predators. Those are the those are the three teams you'd be looking at in the front half of the week. And I think when we get into tips of the week, I think that's my tip. Um We'll load up early. You're going to save some options for Sunday, but the heavy nights are super heavy, the heaviest they can be, especially Saturday. Um, you know, light nights are light or none. Friday's got zero games. Twelve teams have off nights in the front half of the week, and only four teams have off nights in the back half of the week. So loading up those off nights to start the week, I think you're going to have a lot more flexibility if you try to do that. Somebody like the Kraken – uh, or Dallas, you know, there's a ton of teams that have that Monday. Nobody has Monday and Wednesday, unfortunately, mm-hmm. but there's a bunch of teams on Monday and a bunch of teams on Wednesday. This is going to be a spot start week, which sucks. And not even a bunch of teams, but we did allude to the fact that, I mean, I think it's just 
head over heels, you're you're going to Seattle this week. Like you just mm-hmm. are. They had as far as schedule goes, and just you know, um, as far as like who they're playing and everything, they play Arizona twice. They play the Canucks, who are you know a coin flip, and then they play Chicago. So even though they are playing on three off nights, every team you're looking for is playing on three off or three you know uh, three on nights. Sorry. Uh, but as far as who they're playing, they have the best schedule of the week, hands down. Yeah. And even if it's a week-long hold, I, I mean, you're probably not – your streamers aren't going to make their way into Saturday's game, but they're playing Chicago, which is but even a pretty friendly. they have players available too, like, and they have yeah. all year. That's the thing about Seattle is, like, they have people that are available and people that are getting points right now and, like, a ton of them. Uh, let's see. Colorado's got a pretty decent week-long schedule. They got, what is it, two games versus the Sharks. Then they see uh, Anaheim on Sunday, which is going to be a big one. Everybody's going to be rushing to the waiver wire for Colorado Avalanche players on Sunday, especially if this is like your this is your championship week. Everybody's gunning for Anaheim on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Uh, or gunning for Colorado, rather. Um, going well, into the weekend, there's only two Anaheim. games on Sunday. <laughs> yeah. There's only two games on Sunday, and that's Boston versus Philly, and that game, Colorado and Anaheim, like I was talking about. Uh, Boston, Colorado, and Philly all have three games in four days to end the week, but those are the heaviest. Two out of the three games are the heaviest games nights of the week. That's really tough. Uh, strong second half. Is there anybody you like in the second half of the week? I mean, you do have to look at, you know, your your Anaheims and your Bostons. I, I like Boston uh, because they end the week against Philly on Sunday, and, and Philly has shown the propensity to score no goals. And, hell, uh, they're, they're getting goals scored on, goals scored on them off the, off the windows. Like, did you see that goal today by, by Raquel? Uh, I don't want to. He missed the net yeah. completely, went over the net, and hit the goalie in the back, went in the net. It's, it's just the, the it's just the, the the perfect Philly goal for this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was I gonna say? I forget. I had something there. I forget. Um, um I do. I do like Detroit yeah. and New York. I mean, I'll, I'll give you that. As... Oh, I remember. I remember what I was gonna say. Now, uh, Thursday and Saturday being so heavy. Take a look at who you have on your bench, and as soon as Thursday rolls around, drop them and stack up on Avalanche, uh, Philly, Boston, Anaheim, anybody you can get for Sunday. Thursday is the day you want to be making those moves. Anybody that's on your bench. Anybody that's on your bench. Agreed, because if you have you know your full lineup of players that you you automatically are slotting in for Saturday – and you're not going to be playing them for the rest of the week, then what the hell is the point? You know what I mean? If you're not going to be playing any LA people for the rest of the week, then you're, you know, you're dropping all your, you know, your, your LA people or your, or your wilds or, you know, Nashville, just name the team because there is just a plethora of teams that aren't playing or, or, you know, players that you're not going to play after Thursday. So let's get into the streamer suggestions, starting with the Seattle Kraken. I think top of the list has got to be Jared McCann. He is in the just-go-check territory. 
but uh, I think he's probably the best option for this week. I, I, I think mean, my, I guess I would I'd consider him a just to be honest go with check. You. He's 59%. I mean, that's not super highly owned. It's, uh, yeah, and but it's higher than we usually go. But um, I actually kind of like Grubauer as, I might have him as my streamer of the week. His goalie is like, that's something you can have for a week-long pickup. And this is a really good schedule. I mean, you might only get two games out of him. Maybe three if, if we're really lucky, but this is a good week to have Grubauer, I think. He's definitely my goalie streamer, without a doubt. I mean, I've been on the Grubauer train all year long, so I mean, I'm all about that, my friend. Um, I dig it. Uh, other than that, I mean, I think you're looking at, uh, as far as players that are less owned than Jared McCann, um, you're looking at a Matty Beneers. You know, he's 33% owned. Um, top line, top power play guy. And, and that's something that we were talking about, you know, last week. How many times are you going to find a guy that's top line, top power play? Well, Bat- Matty Beneers yeah. is that guy. And he's only 33% owned. He's owned in a third of leagues. Um, and then I think you can, honestly, I, I like Jaden Schwartz too. Only 4% owned. So he's very widely available. Second line, top power play. And Duda shooting at the, you know, 3.2 shots on goal per game. So he's over three shots on goal uh, every game. That's something that I know you and I both love. We love guys that yep. shoot. I do. I do love it. So 3.2 shots on goal per game, I dig it. On that note, I got Daniel Sprong. Uh, this one's a really, really long shot, and his minutes are a little bit suspect. He's kind of in like the 9 to 10 to 11 range as far as minutes go, but he's got 21 shots in the last, I think it's seven, six games here uh, with a six-shot game in there, a four-shot game. Those are games in which he played 11 and right around 13 minutes. So he's firing the puck at a heavy per-minute volume. It's just he's not getting a ton of minutes. But right now he's got four goals in his last six games. He's got an assist in one of those as well against Nashville. He scored against Nashville, or no, the assist came against Dallas, who he also has a goal against. So, like, I guess he's kind of a long shot. The minutes, obviously I'm going to go for McCann. I'm going to go for Beneers over him. But Sprong's having a, he's having a week. And like we say, anytime Seattle comes up, it's it's always somebody that's scoring. And it kind of just, it's, it's like just a hot potato. Always somebody different. Yeah. Even Adam Larson, uh, who you got here as the bang option, um, he's putting up some points right now, too. Yeah, I got a bang option for every team that we're going to talk about. And, and I think that Adam Larson is a, a great a great bang option um, due to his, you know, bang daddy potential did uh, two and a half hits per game, three blocks per game um, on the last five games, uh, you know. And in all honesty, more shots on goal and offense and offense than like you honest to God might expect. Uh, he's not someone that you just automatically think about for offense. Uh, but yeah. not only are you getting, you know, elite peripherals, but a, ch- a a decent chance at offense. He's got, what, five points in his last handful of games? I think eight games here. So he is starting to put up the offense. But, not uh, you know, shabby. like you said, that's not something I'm going for him. Like, I'm not picking him up for that's offense. Just, it's, that's just it's icing on the cake. You know what I mean? That's just icing yep. on cake. I'm picking him up for the for the blocks and the and the hits, which you are getting like a good amount of. And if you're also gonna give me some points, hell yeah, dude. 
Second team that plays three games in four nights to start the week is the Vegas Golden Knights. They're going to be at Minnesota, at Nashville, and then they're playing the LA Kings at home. Before we get into this, man, I want to talk about, we're going to see Jack Eichel in the playoffs this year for the first time. And I'm kind of stoked to see it. Are you laughing over there? Yeah. Yeah. Because he's been in the league I'm, I'm for so, so long. For so long yeah. he's been in the NHL. And, like, you're saying, oh, we're going to see him for the first time. Huh. Yeah. That's a well, little I mean, funny to me. I don't know. It's a Buffalo. little funny. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about some streaming options from the Las Vegas Golden Knights. Who do you like? Um. Well, I'll I'll leave you your guy because I I know I know who you want to talk about. Um. But I mean, I I think you can go William Carlson here. Um. He's a guy that uh, he's dual eligible, but the only thing is he is going to be strictly points. Um. And in all honesty, and I I I hate to say it, but if I'm picking a, a points person other than you know other than that, I'm actually looking at Phil Kessel. Fill the dill. Mm. Fill the dill pickle Kessel. <laughs> uh, he has two goals, five assists in his last games. Uh, last eight games. Sorry about that. Um, and, dude, I, I think that he is incredibly viable. He's on the third line right now with Chandler Stevenson, who has, you know, fallen off a cliff. Uh, we were all in love with Chandler Stevenson earlier on in the year. Uh, but that has kind of stopped. But Phil Kessel is doing oh, the damn six thing. Six points in seven games. I think Chando's out there. He's 56% rostered. He's six points in seven games. All of them are assists for the most part, but he's try eligible. I'd still give him a shot. I'll take, I like this kid. uh, I'll take Phil Kessel. Pavel Dorofiev. That's who I'd be looking at. He's 2% rostered. He's, uh, he's an offensive one. And so I think this is his first year. Uh, he was, he was one of Vegas's best prospects that they've had. And he's actually putting up, points he's got uh three goals in his last six games another two goals behind that if you go back as far as nine games but the minutes are actually looking pretty good he's he's seen games with like over 16 minutes over 15 minutes a bunch his most recent game he only had 12 so i'm not sure uh what happened in that game they lost to san jose so i wonder if he just doesn't have the defensive prowess and they were putting some more offensive players out there some more tried and true type jack eichel you know trying to come back against the Sharks, which is wild. Um, but, yeah, I think he's worth a shot. And then I assume the guy you think that I really want to talk about is Ivan Barbashev. Is that not the guy that you would want to talk about? I mean, I think he's got the best deployment here. He's got five points in seven games. Time on ice is really good. He's hitting a bunch. Uh, the shots are okay, but, you know, top line, top power play. That's that's what we're looking for. The The deployment is is primo. The guys he's sharing the ice with are primo, so I think it, it is a good it is a good one. Um, other than that, uh, like I said, I mean we got some bang options here too. Um, not a guy that you're going to get a ton of hits from, but elite on blocks, and by elite on blocks, I mean leading the league on blocks by fifty. And that's Alec Martinez. He's only fifteen percent owned. Um, and he does. He leads the league in, in blocks with, with 231 with Jacob Truba behind him, uh, 50 blocks behind that. Um, like I said, he's not going to get you a ton of hits or you know points or anything else. But if you are looking for categories and you are trying to win blocks at the end of the week, he is a guy that 
seriously going to help you do so. Um, so I do. I like Alec Martinez in in that uh, in that realm for for a fifteen percent owned, super available. And take a look at McNabb too. He's hitting. He's blocking. That's all you're going to get out of him is just just the riffs. Like the shots aren't even there. But if you need hits and blocks, just a plug that you can put and on your solid defense. on both. You're right Great about that. Solid on too. both. Yeah. Just under two hundred on the year for both hits mm-hmm. and blocks. Yeah, he's doing it. Nashville Predators. This one, um, this is hard to talk about. There's not I, really a ton of players that are doing a bunch. So I had I, I don't had know. Problems. I mean, if we got to, I had problems. I'm I like Tommy Novak. <laughs> I like Tommy Novak. It's just it's hard to recommend a center. Uh, in a week where three of their games are on the heaviest nights that we've seen all all year, uh, but if you got somebody for Monday, I think you know Tommy Novak is as good as choice as any. Um, I would probably go to Vegas. I'd probably go to Seattle before I went for Tommy Novak. But eight points in eight games, he's <laughs> he's taking a bunch of faceoffs. He's shooting. The minutes are good. Uh, the top three players in. Nashville right now are like it. I mean, it's Tomasino, it's Luke Evangelista, and it's Tommy Novak. And get this, Tyson Berry. See, He's got but, seven I mean, points, but also Tyson Berry. Tyson Berry's owned though. And honestly, I was super proud right. of myself. And you know, so, Roman Yossi's out, so this is a perfect time for him to to kind of go off. So when I put down Luke Evangelista, um, I you know I was just kind of looking for somebody worthwhile. Um, he's only 1% owned. And then, boom, he his last game, he had a goal and two assists. But I'll say this. Mm-hmm. Boy shoots. Boy shoots a lot. Um, he is also on the top power play. Um, so I, 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 feel, I, I feel, you know, commended. I feel like I did something. And, and I'll tell yeah, you this. That, that uh, was in a weird direction. The, that boy's got some great hair. As a man that doesn't have a lot of it, uh, uh, I am I am jealous of Luke Evangelista's hair. Oh yeah, he's got a friggin' salad up there. He does. Uh, I like your bang option here. I think this is a good one. Jeremy Lazan. Jeremy Lazan at eight percent yeah. owned, um, and he, he gets pick. a ton of hits. He is eighth in the league on hits. Um, gets a whole boatload of them. So I think that Jeremy Lazan is a fantastic, uh, oh, 7%. Sorry about that. Um, but he's yeah. actually, he's day-to-day right now, too, which stinks. Uh, he didn't play Saturday. He's going to miss Saturday's contest after departing Thursday's game against Pittsburgh. Well, I'm uh, expecting yeah. him to be back next week. And if he's not and you're still looking for hits, Kiefer Sherwood is 2% rostered. And he's got 26 hits in his last eight games, so there's there's hits to be found in Nashville. Cole Smith has That's got 29. That's because they don't have the puck often. Zero percent so, I mean, rostered. They're chasing yeah. people around with the puck, trying to hit them. Yeah, so I mean, so, yes, Nashville's going in a weird direction. A lot of hits. Yeah, weird direction from them. Uh, I guess I guess they're like retooling for Barry Trotz, and we're gonna see what they got. Uh, the Colorado Avalanche they have a pretty decent week long schedule. You know, again, we're looking at Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday, uh, three of their four games. Are you going to be able to get any of these guys in? Um, or are you just picking them up as a week-long hold to get in early on Sunday? See, now that's a slippery slope, my friend. 
That is. Mm. That's a slippery slope. And I mean, obviously you put them down because they are that team that you really want to be looking at for that Sunday game to really, you know, finish out your season here. Um, but not going to lie. So Evan Rodriguez, while, you know, I had, I have faith in him. I really do. I, I got faith in the guy. Um, but he only has one assist since since returning from yeah. that injury. He is tri-eligible, has which is points. fantastic. Jack Johnson. But the whole thing is, you know, I'm not really worried about somebody being tri-eligible. Usually that would be a fantastic thing to say. But at the same time, when there's only two games on Sunday, I don't give a shit what position you play. You'd be center. I, I don't, I'm not filling my center roster, you know? So uh, as much as I do like Evan Rodriguez, he's still only 16% owned. Um, honestly, I think there's some other good options. Um, I think you can... Um, I'm, I'm big on Sam Girard, and, and you know that. Sam Girard is one of those players mm-hmm. that always kinds of... He always kind of ends up on my team um, just because I feel like he is a, you know, kind of like a random D option, especially, you know, in Colorado... He's like the fourth defenseman that you think of. You know, you're thinking Makar, Devin Tays, Bowen Byram, and then Sam Gerrard just kind of gets kind of, you know, pushed to the wayside. I think he is super underrated. Um, He gets great, great points and decent perifs. I like Sam Gerrard, only 24% owned. And then there's a Comfer inside the top six doing a little bit of offense. He's dual eligible, but like you said, Sunday is not going to matter. Um, and he's what he's is he? Yeah, he's on the top unit, top power play unit. So mm-hmm. uh, I think now's a good time to get in on Comfer. Dennis Malgin kind of poking his head back out there. He's got four points in his last what's that? Eight games, I think, uh, seven games. So, uh, but he's on the third line with Lars Eller and Matt Nieto. So. To be honest, I think the the forward that I would go for would be Comfer off this team. Uh, I would probably pass on Erod if JT's out there. That would be that would be the way I would go. I'll I'll agree with you on that. And I mean, it shows. I mean, he's much more owned than Evan Rodriguez is, and for good reason. Um, and then finally, my my bang option, and this one was a little tougher because you know. Colorado isn't exactly known for their bangs. If anything, they yeah. possess the puck a lot. Um, yep. And this is another guy that you can, I'm sure, even attest to. This is another guy that I often have on my team. And that's Eric Johnson. Uh, I know that's a weird thing to say, that anybody often has Eric Johnson on their team. But <laughs> I, 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 always, I always fade D. I'm, I'm notorious for fading D. Um, but Eric Johnson, a 3% owned, um, you know, he just came back from injury. So not a lot of people are looking at him and, you know, he, he gets a decent amount of bangs. It's not like he's killing it on anything. Um, but I do, I, if I'm looking at anybody from Colorado, if I need a final ditch effort, final, final ditch effort to try to get some bangs on that last day. You got to look at Eric Johnson. Yep. Uh, banger suggestions. I mean, we we put one down from every team. If you got to pick one from uh, all the ones that we talked about, who would you go for? Adam Larson. 
Adam Larson. Yep. And a hundred percent. I mean, but he's the most owned and, and for good reason yeah. too. And I think Lazan is a good one too, if he's back. So that, that'd be a good one. Uh, I think there's, there's plenty of bangs out there. Uh, it's just that Adam Larson is getting Philip Grubauer. Everything. everything. Uh, talking about Grubauer now is, I think he might be the goalie streamer of the week. Uh, just that, that schedule that Seattle's got Arizona, Vancouver, year. Arizona, Chicago, uh, I might even feel more comfortable with him over whatever goalie you have going Saturday anyway. If they're playing Chicago, I, I, you got to play the games. You got to play the matchups instead of like, you know, oh, well, I'm really been riding, uh, who do you call it? Actually, Sorokin would be a good play. But like if you got Kemper or something, they're going up against the Panthers. Like I would drop Kemper for Grubauer. If like if if I'm done, if that's the championship week, I would rather have Grubauer than Kemper this week. That's a that's a feisty statement, but I don't know if you're wrong uh, because he's going to be playing. He's going to be playing those Buco teams, um, and in all honesty, Kemper's only playing only only playing two games. I know one of them is against uh, one of them against Montreal and 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 the Florida Panthers, who you know are super fucking up and down. Uh, but I don't disagree with you. You're getting more games and you're getting, you know, really good opponent, really good opponents to be playing against from one gentleman to another. I'll, I'm going to gentleman Jackie here. Oh man. We, we blew through this one. It was a quick one. Um, but yeah, it's freaking end of the season. So it's what that's happens. <laughs> 30 minute episode. Let's do it. Uh, I'm not going to edit. I'm just going to throw it up there. So, uh, you know, if you hear the cats running around upstairs, what have you, that's just the way it goes. But uh, that's it. So that's the week preview. We'll catch you later for the weekend preview. Huzzah. Um, yeah, I mean, we're closing in on the end. So I hope you guys are doing well in your matchups. Um, yeah, love you. Bye. Love you.